0: Welcome to the Women of Fintech podcast series. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges, and walk the talk for change across the entire financial technology industry. Today, I'm super excited because we are joined by Janine Hurst, CEO of Innovate Finance. Innovate Finance is the independent industry body that represents and advances the global fintech community in the UK. Janine is an experienced director with over 15 years of leadership and business development roles in global industry bodies and international membership associations. She has been incredibly busy recently taking on speaking engagements and press releases to showcase the potential of fintech in the UK. And she is here today to tell us more. Janine, I couldn't be more excited about this episode today. Thank you for joining us.
1: Ah, uh, Nadia, thank you so much for having me. And, and you're such an inspiration putting this podcast series together. So I'm really honoured to be on it. Thank you.
0: And um, so just to start things off, tell us a bit more about Innovate Finance.
1: Absolutely. So we are the industry body for UK fintech and for global fintech based in the UK. Uh, and We ultimately support the next generation of technology-led innovators to create a more inclusive, a more democratic, and really a fairer financial services system that works better for all.
0: I love that. And there's there's so many words in there that just mean a lot to me. Um, you know, a fairer and for all. And this is exactly what this podcast is all about. What are your main goals in your role as CEO? It's a great question. Uh, and I'll start
1: firstly with the fact that My key goal is to ensure that we are representing the entire UK fintech community. So at the end of the day, the most important thing is to make sure that we are supporting our members as they grow, supporting them as they scale, but also acting as their voice when it comes to advocating and lobbying for them on behalf of uh, to policymakers and to government and making sure that we continue to have an environment here in the UK that allows fintechs to grow and to thrive. Uh, members are the most important thing. They're at the core of everything that we do. We're really lucky to have a diverse membership base from early stage companies through to high growth companies through also to the large incumbent financial institutions and the big tech players. But everything we do is focused on really helping them in their journey as a business to grow, to expand and support them across the board. The second key area, which actually is as important to me as a CEO, is about making sure that my team is working together and making sure that we've got a great and a positive culture. Uh, You know, most people don't know. We have less than 25 people on the Innovate Finance team, and we are also a not-for-profit. So the people that work for us do it because they really have a passion to see change in the financial services industry. And so making sure that we reflect a positive culture and that we're driving that positivity throughout. The organization is um, my other key goal.
0: I love that, and um, you know, having that positive culture from within and and that espousing across the industry is something I know that you're you're very passionate about. And, and I love, you know, how you describe the diversity of member because. Actually, as we look at the, the world of fintech and, and how financial technology has changed over the years, well, it's, it's about collaboration across all different types of financial technology organisations now. You know, and that, that really takes me on to my next question around culture in our industry, um, environments and, and what we are doing for inclusion to make sure that all the opinions, all that diversity of thought is, is welcomed and really utilised to build better systems. So what does Innovate Finance do for inclusion across the industry? It's a
1: great question. Uh, and I think there's two aspects to it as well, because there's firstly the aspect about promoting the role that fintech plays in drying better inclusion across the entirety of the UK. Uh, So looking at how fintech solutions in particular can help to create a more inclusive financial services system. And that's more important than ever before. We're sitting on a cost of living crisis that is the worst crisis we've seen in around 70 years. We know that people, particularly this winter, will struggle to pay their uh, energy bills, will struggle with the cost of food and other basic necessities rising. So fintechs have a really important role to play in terms of helping individuals Individuals and SMEs manage their money, better understand their money, understand how to grow their money, and really make it through this crisis that's in front of us. So there's a key role for us at Innovate Finance to promote some of these solutions and also ensure that regulators and government understand the benefit of fintech to the wider economy. That's in terms of the fintech landscape and promoting some of the fintech solutions. On an innovate finance foundation and a basis, we do quite a bit of research across how we can increase inclusivity in the fintech sector more broadly. So we've done a great piece of work with EY last year that was looking particularly at women in fintech and the sentiment of female leaders across the industry. Um, It's quite interesting. Some of the findings were that we found more than three quarters of women, 76%, do believe that their firm is inclusive and 56% believe that it is diverse. But as potentially might be expected, more men feel that their organization is inclusive than women. So I think there's great progress that's already been made, but there's a lot more we need to do. We also Innovate Finance have a uh, Fintech, Women in Fintech Power List, which some of you will be aware of that are listening. We have a Women in Fintech Power Hour series and a mentoring program as well. And we're expanding that out to include all types of diversity because quite often we look at the gender gap and the diversity issue around gender base. But, you know, we need to think about inclusivity on a much broader basis. So bringing in LGBTQIA+, uh, diversity, ethnic diversity, racial diversity, socioeconomic diversity, all these areas, it's very critical that we shine a light on that. So our programs and activities at Innovate Finance are are aimed to do that as well. The final piece I would add to that is we know there is a huge problem in the fintech ecosystem about funding underrepresented founders. So we are second in the world in terms of funding to fintech. We had more than 11.6 billion US dollars invested into the UK fintech ecosystem last year but less than 10% is going to female founders. Uh, And even lower than that is going to broader underrepresented founders. So there is a real opportunity here for us to grow that percentage, and we have to do so. It's our responsibility as an industry. So making efforts to connect some underrepresented founders to investors directly, but also making sure that we are promoting uh, that that strengthening of the, the more diverse founders across the base is a core priority for us.
0: It's fantastic hearing so much action to solve some of these big issues that we face. And I love the way you talk about it because you're talking about it as an opportunity for us to get better and how much more successful we can be when all these different people are included in what we're trying to build. And that is, um, that's really inspirational for me to hear. Um, Now, you've been doing loads of speaking engagements from uh, Westminster Business Forum, which I saw you on a few few days ago, to many of the the newspapers, to in the news. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, being as busy as you've been, which of your most recent speaking engagements has meant most to you and why? So I'll probably pull out two. Uh, And
1: the, the first is... IFGS 2022, so the Innovate Finance Global Summit that we held in April 2022. And there is a couple of reasons for that. So firstly, I've been with Innovate Finance around the time we first launched back in 2014, 2015. And prior to taking over the CEO role, I was COO uh, for four years and ecosystem director before that. And in April of this year, it was our first IFGS where I was CEO, um, but it was also the first IFGS we had post-COVID. And it felt like such a wonderful reunion of this incredibly passionate and inspirational community just coming back together finally, celebrating our resilience, celebrating that uh, that coming back. So it was a great feeling just to be on the stage and talking to the ecosystem Uh, And it was also a really important time. So we were in the midst of coming out of the COVID pandemic, war was hitting Ukraine. We knew we had a cost of living crisis that was coming up as well. So it was also a call out to our ecosystem to come together and try to solve some of these obstacles facing wider society, because I really believe in the power of fintech to solve some of these great challenges. Uh, so I would point to that as one of the, the core speaking engagements that I remember most fondly, and that meant most to me. The other one would have been actually about two weeks ago at our Innovate finance fintech as a force for good forum, which is focused on the role that fintech plays around driving greater financial inclusion, driving greater financial wellness, but also the role of fintech in helping all of us across the ESG agenda and helping us realize a net zero future and a more sustainable and green future. And that meant a lot to me because you could feel the energy in the audience and also this drive to make a positive difference and a positive impact. So both of those I would call out.
0: I love that. Both of them are really like feel good ones, aren't they? Because I remember that IFGS 2022, it was sort of at the cusp of, you know, when, when we all came back. It it was one of the first major events. Um, And, you know, you could just feel that buzz and excitement in the room. So I love that you've uh, reminded me of that feeling. It's brilliant. (laughs) And what do you see for the future of work within the financial technology space and the people within it? Because this is a really big conversation that people are having at the moment. It's a great question,
1: Nadia. And we have every quarter we hold a session where we have a dinner with the CEOs of our high growth companies. And I always ask them, what is keeping them up at night? And we held one just a few weeks ago. And for the first time, every single CEO in the room had the exact same answer. And they said it was about recruiting and retaining the best talent. Because we are in a different world. We're in a hybrid world. Um, We're also in a space where we do have the cost of living crisis. And so making sure that we can retain and recruit talent is core to the successful growth of any Fintech company. I also think there is a there is a conversation to be had because over the years fintechs have been very adaptable they've been able to pivot for so many years they've also in many cases been hybrid before the covid pandemic so now you see other organizations that are approaching work in a hybrid manner giving the opportunity to work from home so that has potentially shifted as a competitive advantage for the fintech community so we have to think about even more closely how can we ensure that the environment and the culture that we have as organizations retain the great Greatest talent that there is. And so much of that is about the purpose. Because so many fintechs have created their product, have created an organization because they see a need or a gap in the system to make financial services work better for the consumer. And it is that sense of purpose that will drive individuals to come on board as staff, but it's also that sense of purpose that we need to keep as we grow as organizations, um, which is is a really core part of the work that we do. So driving that positive culture, making sure that we retain staff through that is quite important to us.
0: And it's great for you to share that from you know, evidence-based that you've been interviewing and having conversations with the people that are feeling these struggles day in day out and um, from my perspective as a recruiter i mean it is it's such a, a such a new world when we think about the um the future of work and how how we can invest in people and and keep them within the industry because every time somebody moves it represents a chance that they'll leave the industry altogether rather than stay within it and with the amount of growth that we're having as a recruiter my challenge isn't just how can i attract people to this industry but keep people here. So I'm I'm really glad that you've you've brought that up because there's so many things that we can do to solve it. With regards to workplace inclusion, this is something that I'm obviously very passionate about, very active in. And I think this does start to solve some of our challenges that we have in in retaining our talent and retaining and investing in our staff. And Even when I opened up this podcast, I always say we're here today to walk the talk, you know. I want people who listen to these pods to think, right, I'm going to go and do this, or I'm going to go and do that now. What more do you want done for workplace inclusion in the sector?
1: I think it has to be the core of essentially all policies with regards to retention, but also recruitment, because it really starts in the hiring process. So making sure that you have inclusive, friendly uh, programs in place to look at the broad spectrum of applicants, but also to bring out applications from some of those underrepresented segments of the population. And particularly for FinTech, we approach financial services in such a different mindset. We should be approaching approaching recruitment in that different mindset as well. Uh, And people can move into the fintech space from so many different backgrounds, from so many different professional careers as well. It's quite a welcoming environment. And we don't only have engineers. We have people working across the entire business spectrum in the fintech landscape. So really promoting the ecosystem as an opportunity for people who want to shift careers, who want to change careers is important. But also having in place those policies at the start of your recruitment To look at individuals that may or may not necessarily be um, sort of in the pool at the onset, and to bring in some of those potential candidates is quite core. I also then think it's really important that that individual firms have their own uh, de and i policies in place, and that these are very. Very openly um, accessible and openly communicated to the entire staff so that you create a sense of trust and a, create a sense of openness uh, and inclusivity across your entire team.
0: That is fantastic. And throughout this entire podcast, Janine, you have given us so much evidence to take away and work on, so many examples of how we can all get better and get more active in representing the fintech community and being part of it. But also, you've showcased why it's just a great great industry to be joining and staying in and and really building upon your career because we are all looking to see how we can encourage people to thrive here and i love that you've explained that all so well um so thank you very much for joining us on the women of fintech podcast series it's been brilliant learning about you
1: thank you nadia so much for having me